Welcome to the Swike Podcast, the only podcast that shares the stuff you didn't know you needed to know about jobs, careers, and life. The Swike Podcast, the stuff I wish I knew earlier. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier podcast. We're here with one of our new guest hosts, uh, Chris Chan, and he comes to us with a background in actually in accounting and also cybersecurity and then also as a, as a bit of job search specialist. So, uh, Chris, if you can tell us a little bit about what you're doing now, and then we'll probably roll back into time and get a little bit about what was Chris like growing up. So, Chris, what are you up to now? For sure. Yeah. So I would say I kind of wear multiple hats right now. Um, like you mentioned, right? Um, you know, cyber, a bit of career coaching as well. So um, right now I'm at RBC as a senior manager in cybersecurity and IT infrastructure audits. Um, so really, you know, reviewing um, IT side, the risk and controls and seeing if they're adequate to address risks. Um, at the same time, I have two startups. Uh, one is called Technology Accountant, which is a online course creator and, and content. Um, so, you know, videos about um, cybersecurity, IT, artificial intelligence, um, a bit of a career as well. Um, the other one is Protege, where I do, you know, career coaching, one-to-one sessions with, uh, you know, new grads, students, experienced hires, and so forth. So, you know, that's kind of, you know, what I'm doing I, uh, a lot in my spare time. But, um, yeah, I, you know, these are the things I'm, I'm doing so far. Perfect. So, so if we can go back in time and uh, if I can ask, what was Chris like as a kid? So what are some of the earliest fondest memories that you have uh were you more of a sporty guy a bookish guy or or artsy guy or something else right um oh (laughs) it's it's kind of mixed um you know for sure i think i was you know shy i wasn't really confident but at the same time um i i I was a bit more artsy um in in a sense you know i love you know drawing designing things um in fact that you know i actually made a websites and graphic designs at a very young age, right? You know, I'm um, back in elementary schools and, and a bit of um, high school where I created websites, um, you know, for online games and things like that. Um, so, you know, tech and arts was kind of in my bucket, um, you know, in terms of books and you know, sciences or, or accounting, things like that, you know, I wasn't actually smart academically in those areas, but, you know, surprisingly, um, <laughs> during university, I did specialize in counting afterwards. So it's it's kind of it's kind of neat twist there. Yeah. Yeah. And how did that decision come? So you grew up as more of a, a design artsy type kid, and and you probably right. played games and stuff of like that. Uh, what where did the draw to uh, accounting come from? I'm guessing from from mom and dad or <laughs> the culture that sort of thing. It's it's pretty stereotypical <laughs> on, on the Asian side. Uh, but but how did you you make the decision yeah. to to go into school and and kind of specialize in accounting? Yeah. So you know when it I I guess it kind of started when I was in university. Uh, you know a lot of my friends and you know classmates were all really taking accounting and and at that time I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to. I, you know, I was thinking of doing marketing actually, but okay. you know, everyone else is kind of doing accounting, the events, the teachers and things like that. It was heavily, I guess, pushed onto us. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, at that point, I didn't really mind taking anything, but um, eventually, you know, as I took more courses um, with my friends, my classmates, I realized that, hey, you know, accounting isn't too bad. Um, in fact, like a lot of the skill sets that you learn are transferable, right? You got the business sense and numbers, but a lot of the um, the other types of skills, like you know, managing projects, clients, and things like that, when it comes into audits or or um, you know, taxation, things like that, it, that kind of strategic sense comes into play. So that's why I kind of stuck into uh, 
counting in my uh, university days. Cool. So, so you, you go through your university uh, career and, and do accounting, but you landed in consulting <laughs> when you graduate. So how, how does that happen? Yeah. So, um, you know, my first job was in consulting. Um, and in fact, a lot of my experience back in the day as a co-op um, was also in IT. So, okay. um, no, I had two out of the three uh, co-ops was in IT. One was in IT consulting. One was also in IT auditing. So, um, you know, a, a lot of this IT stuff, like I mentioned, kind of went back in time. If I was, uh, you know, in my elementary years, I was creating websites, designing things. And, you know, when I joined university, I started managing websites, right? Um, for different student clubs. And at the same time, my co-op experience as well on IT. So I guess that kind of set the foundation and for me to get that kind of IT technical experience. So when I started applying for graduate jobs, um, you know, I found that, hey, you know, consulting isn't too bad, right? Um, you know, it, it's something that touches, you know, the IT space, um, which I liked, but at the same time, I also got to deal with different projects, different people, clients. So that was kind of the appeal. And, and that's where I joined Accenture, my, uh, my first uh, full-time job. So I was in consulting, designing systems, designing software for various different clients. Um, a little after that, I actually moved into uh, Deloitte, uh, you know, doing uh, risk advisory. So it was kind of slash... Uh, slash auditing slash uh, consulting, uh, where we looked into you know IT controls, risks, and really recommend and, and provide advice to uh, various clients. And would you say it's a pretty like straightforward path in terms of well you go accounting to consulting, consulting to kind of risk, and then risk ultimately to, to cyber or like what were kind yeah. of the, the key uh, kind of uh, transition points or pivot points along the way that said you know what. I should go this direction versus that direction. And was it kind of your choice or is it kind of like you were thrown on a project and you got experience, so therefore now your new life will be in this area? Yeah, so I would say it's definitely not straightforward, right? There are different you know, fields, right? <laughs> um, but for me, I, I think, you know, at that time, right, when I was in consulting, um, I actually wanted to get my CPA, right? Um, and there was no other way for me to get my CPA. You know, consulting experiences doesn't provide any of that um you know at the same time i was also in tech consulting so you know none of that was even relevant or remotely close to you know accounting so I, at one point i had to make the decision say you know as great as consulting life is um i do have to make the move if i'm planning to get this designation so that's why i went to deloitte mm -hmm. um and when i went to deloitte you know i obviously wanted something that kind of bridged the gap between you know it and also Bit of the, the accounting aspect and that's kind of where the risk advisory department came in and you know risk advisory wasn't just pure it audits or pure accounting things like that but right. there was a mix of bit of consulting side as to it so you know it so happens that it was kind of like the perfect balance where um it allowed me to get the accounting experiences and, and auditing but also a bit of you know the the reminiscence of the the it world so um you know during that time say for a couple of years um, I also got my CISA there, so my um, Certified Information System Auditor uh, certification as well. So, mm -hmm. you know, it so happens that that job there bridged the two worlds. Mm -hmm. um, and then afterwards, you know, at the time, I, you know, I'm already too deep into the IT world, right? It's kind of hard for me to kind of go back into finance or, or pure accounting. Um, so I decided to think, hey, you know, I, I like IT a lot. Might as well go into something like cybersecurity. So, um, you know, when I left Deloitte, I went to, you know, TD Bank, uh, went into the cybersecurity and IT infrastructure audit team. 
Um, so it was a more technical this time because, uh, you know, as much as I did, you know, IT audits or advisory projects at Deloitte, a lot of it was really just at the application and infrastructure level, but it wasn't really at the cybersecurity level. And, you know, when I went in, I had, you know, obviously a lot of things to learn, um, a lot of things to, um, you know, catch up on. But eventually, I think it kind of paid off. Um, I did finish my SIP uh, certification uh, last year. And, you know, it's it's one of those uh, certifications that's big on cybersecurity. So, you know, definitely it's been a journey, right? Uh, three different fields, um, not straightforward, but at the same time, I strategically really pick different areas that kind of help me get the designation experience along the way. Yeah. Yeah, and then along the way, I think you did a stint. Well, you were instructor. Sorry. Could you repeat that? Oh, I was saying that uh, along the way, you did a stint as a, a um, instructor's assistant, where you were uh, oh, also right. doing some yes, PA yes, work yes, as right. well. So, yes, kind so of in the background, you're always doing that as well. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, uh, since graduation, right? Um, you know, I've been in touch with the professor. Um, for many years, right? Um, so time to time, whenever he has courses, uh, you know, I will become his, uh, you know, sessional instructor assistant. So, you know, marking cases, holding tutorials, things like that for both the undergrad and uh, graduate programs at U of T. Sounds good. And then how does uh, some of your startups come in? So you are, uh, you, I think you first started with course and uh, content creation. Yeah. Uh, and then you went into kind of the you protege career coaching side of it. So, so how does the, the, uh, I guess, I guess the course creation start? Yeah. So, um, it actually began last year, um, around this time, actually around June, July. Um, you know, at that time I thought, Hey, you know, what, what exactly can I, you know, you know, create online and kind of make a mark of my own. Right. I wanted to kind of build my own brand. Um, so I decided to explore course creation. Um, but before this, um, even back in my days of being a session instructor assistant, mm -hmm. um, I wanted to actually teach at the university on, you know, certain courses like IT or um, IT audit. But at that time, you know, it needs a lot of approvals, right, for a course yeah. to get upset at university. Probably, you know, we're talking about five, ten years, right, you know, with approvals, reviews and all that. And I thought, hey, you know, if I were to make courses, it's going to take quite a long time. So might as well maybe create something online. So, you know, with my passion, with that that reason, I decided to, you know, first start off at Udemy. And, you know, it, it started off at beginning quite slow, but eventually it's got picked up. I think now it's about 20, almost 21,000 students there. Um, a lot of courses, right? You know, on the cyber, artificial intelligence. Um, you know, recently, uh, some of the courses are becoming you know, bestsellers or highest rated. So it's been, a, you know, a great journey, right? Um, I slowly saw, you know, it picking up. Um, more students were interested, and you know, that, that kind of got me motivated to to create even more. Mm -hmm. And on the flip side, and you project um, for years on LinkedIn, people reached out to me asking for you know resume tips, cover letter, mock interviews, things like that. You know, I've been doing it freely for a number of years, but at the same time, I wanted to really explore. You know, what happens if I actually create a business out of it? Mm -hmm. So that's when me and my buddy, um, sometime earlier this year, again, we uh, we just launched the protege. And so far, it's been pretty good. You know, we have recurring students here and there. Um, right now, we're onboarding additional coaches and really trying to expand and, um, you, know, uh, you know, run ads or, or sign up a partnership and deals like that so that we can actually create our, uh, you know, bigger presence. Yeah. 
Yeah, so what, what is kind of the, the, the base stuff that, that you do? So I know uh, whenever folks come to me for resume uh, guidance and help, uh, I don't really do that. <laughs> I usually send them over your, your way uh, and then helping with, with CPA exams and stuff of like that. So those are some of the other things that, that you support. Yeah, that's right. So there's really three pillars, right? Um, a lot of them are really tactical. They're not, you know, long-term wise. Like, you know, I, I think your coaching is more like strategic wise, right? Mm. Ours is more kind of short-term, you know, helping people, hey, if you need a job, if you need to transition, or if you're trying to think of career path to go into, right? We're there to coach you into it. Um, so, you know, for, for example, people that want to go to maybe IT or cybersecurity, right? We have sessions, you know, explaining the, the background, the feel, um, the pay, the skills needed, mm -hmm. what are the things that they can do to bridge the skill sets. Um, at the same time, if they needed to look for jobs, right, as an intern, as a new grad, we uh, redesigned the cover letters, resume, LinkedIn profile, and also do mock interviews. So that's the mm -hmm. second pillar. The third is really the CPA one-to-one uh, -one case uh, writing guides. So, you know, for people that are, you know, pursuing the CPA, writing the C fees, uh, me and my coaches, we provide, you know, one-on-one -on -one trainings, to, you know, to help you, you know, improve your case writing capabilities, right? Mm -hmm. um, a lot of these uh, cases in CFI is really tough. So we go through, you know, day one to three, and, you know, we spend a lot of time to, to really beef up that technical and that, um, that mindset to, to approach um, it successfully. Sounds good. So, I mean, it, it sounds like a pretty straightforward path. Uh, but uh, it, it's probably along the way you were like, well, how, why do I do this or should I do this or do that? So, so, so what is some of the swike, the, the stuff I wish I knew earlier, uh, some of the, the little coaching that you would provide for, for uh, young Chris, <laughs> maybe throughout kind of the, the big decision. So maybe even uh, university, like sh should you have said, hey, go to marketing instead of uh, the, the CPA side or uh, what were some of the other uh, swike that you'd share with yourself? Right. I would say probably there's three, right? Um, you know, one is definitely, you know, maybe starting social media a lot earlier, right? You know, as I'm making these businesses, um, I realized that, hey, you know, if I start social media earlier, um, the reach, the, the influence, the things like that would have been a lot easier. And um, overall, it's actually now I'm looking at it, you know, people on TikTok, YouTube, and things like that. I feel like that's kind of like a new trend, right? You know, mm -hmm. a lot of the younger generations are, you know, becoming, you know, nano or micro influencers. And it's, it's, it's going to be a very important tool down the road, especially, you know, professionally, but also entrepreneurial types of, uh, you know, deals, right? So sure. having that kind of social media presence is definitely something that I wish I knew earlier and I wish I should have done earlier. Mm -hmm. um, a second bit, I would say probably just, you know, investing, right? Uh, knowing you know, how to invest, not only financial, but investing yourself. Okay. Um, so, you know, when you're young, right? invest in the different skill sets, right? Whether it's digital skills, right? Um, additional programming languages or, or just, you know, marketing and capabilities, things like this, um, invest in that, but also, you know, learning how to invest, uh, you know, through, you know, financial assets, equities and things like that. Um, that would definitely give you a, you know, a head start. Um, and I would say the third is really, you know, venturing on trying out, you know, creating maybe a business, right? Uh, you know, a lot of times when we're business students, we always learn, you know, how do you create a business? How do you manage it? But when you actually begin creating it, it it's entirely a different ballgame, right? Um, yeah. A lot of different, uh, you know, things that you consider. How do you incorporate? How do you uh, do taxes and things like that? Mm. It's, it's um, you know, it's, it's a little overwhelming at the beginning. But at the same time, um, I, I think along the way, the skill sets that I built up um, and, you know, the support that I also had uh, definitely helped me along the way. Yeah, and it sounds like having that 
accounting background, the CPA helped you <laughs> to create and start that business because you knew all kind of the tax implications, or at least you had a good understanding of it. Um, right. And then on, on the investing, yeah, definitely agree with uh, investing in, in yourself. So whatever you do, well, I, I like to tell my kids, like, I don't really care what you do, as long as you become like one of the best at whatever it is, right? Um, right. Because when, when you invest in, in those skills, people want kind of the really good at something, not the mediocre at, at everything, right? So uh, the more that you can kind of hone in those skills would be great. And yeah, the, the social media, I, I think that's uh, up to each individual person. So obviously if you're starting a business, it's definitely really important. If you're planning on kind of going the employee route and moving up the ladder, it can definitely be helpful, right? Because to your point, when you get that, that influence and that reach and then even using it uh, and leveraging it for like networking and staying connected with that's friends right. and, and, and old colleagues, that might offer you a future job, that sort of thing can be super helpful and, and, and interesting as well. Um, and I'd love if, uh, as we start to, to, to wrap up the, the conversation, to share a little bit more about kind of what are your, what are your future aspirations? So what do you kind of intend for uh, where you're doing, what you're doing now in terms of cybersecurity, and then obviously with the content and, and the course creation, and then also with the EU protege, and then maybe there's something else that's uh, in the wings <laughs> that's also waiting. Uh, what are some of the, the future aspirations that you have? Right, right. Um, you know, definitely, I think professionally, you know, really progressing up the career ladder. Mm -hmm. um, you know, right now I'm, I'm a senior manager, so hope, hopefully, you know, maybe a couple of years later down the road, um, you know, aiming for you know, directorship and, and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of my businesses, right, um, you know, obviously, um, you know, in terms of content creation, um, additional students, and also uh, right now I'm building actually a YouTube channel. Um, mm -hmm. It's relatively small, but I really started to commit to it. Um, I know years ago, I, I, I always tell myself, hey, I want to create a YouTube channel. And I in, in, in time, I actually you know, uploaded some videos, but they weren't really true videos per se. So sure. um, it's only like since the last month, I started actually, you know, recording it properly and having actual content there. Mm -hmm. um, and another thing is, you know, for you, Project, definitely, right? Um, you know, training additional coaches, having, um, you, you know, you know, expansion of business itself, right? Whether it's, you know, additional students, um, presence on, you know, uh, partnerships and, and things like that with other companies. It's something that we're always looking forward to. So, you know, these, I would say, are the top three things that I kind of want, um, you know, potentially in the next, you know, maybe coming year or the next couple of years. Yeah. Sounds good. So, and, and if folks want to reach out to you uh, and find out a little bit more, uh, where's the best place for them to connect with you? Yeah, definitely. So, um, and I think you're going to have it probably maybe in your short description, right? So, course, yeah. um, you know, my, my YouTube channel is there. Um, if they're looking for my courses, it's also on YouTube and Skillshare. So um, there's links there. Um, you can also reach out to me through uh, LinkedIn, right? Uh, you know, I'm kind of easy to find, you know, Chris Chan. I know there's a million of them, but uh, <laughs> if, you, if you type in, you know, Chris Chan with, you know, CPA or CSA or SIPS, um, I, you know, it's probably easy to find me there as well. Um, we also have a company website, www.uprotege.ca. Um, so that's where my other startup is. So yeah, you can, you can check those out if you're interested. That's great. And, and hopefully we'll have you back for a future episode to go and, and do a bit more of a deep dive into uh, some of the, the transition into the, the various areas, be it from uh, like accounting to consulting to risk and cybersecurity right. to starting out and creating content to entrepreneurship and and, and all those great things. So uh, thanks, Chris, for, for joining us for this episode. And, and we'll look forward to having you back for a future episode. Definitely. Thank you so much, Luki. 
Thanks for joining us on the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier, the podcast. If you like the podcast, please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you found this podcast. And if you can give us a review, that would be very appreciated. Feel free to contact me on LinkedIn at Luki Danu, L-U-K-I-D-A-N-U, and the same on most social media platforms. And I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Bye.